Hi everyone, welcome to the Dreaming in the Hollow podcast. Today I spoke with Maria Carvalho Sandoval from Firebird Healing in Burlington, Vermont. Together we talked about her journey and in, in becoming a healer and her teachings and the, the multiple healing modalities that she offers to her community. Maria had planned to come to the yurt um, actually today. Um, as I'm recording this on the 5th, uh, Sunday, April 5th, and was going to be the opening event for the summer of yurt workshops and courses. And unfortunately, due to the pandemic, that's just not happening at the time. So all of the April workshops are transforming into something different. And so Maria... Um, graciously accepted my invitation to join me on my podcast and not only share um, personal information about her journey and uh, what she offers, but in the second segment of this uh, episode, um, we will dive deep into a heartbeat drum journey with Maria, and I encourage you to join in at the right time for you. Um, It's about 50 minutes long. Um, It's a beautiful and deep shamanic journey. It's very healing. It's very soothing and deeply relaxing. So you want to be in a nice space that you can tune in. So maybe after the kids go to bed or if you're an early riser and you can tune in to start your day. Um, This was an incredibly beautiful conversation and I am so grateful for the opportunity to share Maria with you in this way so that so many of you can hear her and tune into her healing work. Um, I've known Maria for quite a few years now. Some of the songs that she sings in the second segment are near and dear to my heart. Um, Together, Maria and I have sung those songs together in large circles of women. Uh, They're very healing and beautiful songs. So it's a true gift to share Maria with you, and I'm so grateful to her um, to just be open and graceful and willing uh, to get through all of the technical hiccups that we dealt with in this episode. We ended up recording this episode on Zoom, um, and it was nice to see her beautiful face while we were talking. Uh, That's something different for me to do, so um, I just appreciate... Um, your patience with us if there's any funny noises or little blips that you hear this was a really challenging episode to record but we got through it and I'm so grateful Um, and towards the end of the second segment um, when Maria is moving through the journey um, if you hear any uh, distracting noises or anything comes up for you I just encourage you to take a breath and just continue to move through the journey and being open to receive the medicine. As with distance healing, um, all you need to do is intend to receive and be willing to receive and you will feel it and it will come to you. So hoping you all are well and finding methods and rituals to take good care of yourself through this transition. And I sincerely hope that this episode supports you in a multitude of ways. Thank you so, so much. Enjoy.
Hi, Maria. Hi, Diana. Thank you for being with me today. It's been quite a bumpy road to get this technically working, uh, but we made it through the mist. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's working. <laughs> it was our last, a last attempt, and it's yeah, working. It really we are. Yeah, we've been yes. heard. So, um, just to start off, I would love to just hear a little bit about where you are and how you're doing. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of healers like us listening in and just folks out there. Um, and sometimes it's helpful to just check in and we can both share even how we're doing. And then we can just go into, you know, what you're offering and what your business is and all those things. So Wonderful. Yeah. Well, right now I'm in Burlington in my home healing studio. And I have an altar set up on the floor on a sacred fabric from West Africa. Um, and I have my drum and all my rattles and all my sacred tools, um, some that I've made and some gifted from teachers and other healers. Um, and this is the space where I do um, my healing work, massage, Reiki, craniosacral work and where I make the jewelry with my partner. Um, we both make sacred tools like feather fans and um, different uh, art with crystals, macrame and crochet and leather belts and things. So, and uh, now it's my homeschool laboratory with my daughter, which <laughs> I'm grateful to have an extra space because we share the house with housemates so it's nice to have this beautiful sunny room to uh, retreat to with her my six-year-old to to work on projects and make art so it's very multi-purpose space and i'm thankful um, that i have this space and time today to talk to you and um, especially after the the worldwide meditation last night that was super powerful and feeling very connected to everyone, uh, all the light workers, and uh, so here we are. And I'm feeling so grateful to have a home, to have food. Um, you know, I'm not able to work right now in person with clients, but I am doing distance healing a little bit. Um, but I'm with my daughter full time, so uh, trying to navigate that. And thankfully, my partner is considered an essential worker, so he's working and we have food and right now the basics just feel so important and um, just having love, having supportive housemates and friendly neighbors and um, just having our health right now and uh, just feeling all that's happening the last few weeks has been so intense. It's been feeling really some days so heavy in my body and just so much self-care is needed, but it's almost hard to make those decisions to practice self-care because it feels so overwhelming and like everything is just so loose and open and strange. And so it's been um, a couple of weeks of, of settling into new rhythms and really listening to my body and finding ways to stay really grounded um, for my daughter and my family and myself in my community. A lot of people have been reaching out and there's just a lot of energy swirling. So it's so important to consciously step out of the chaos energy and 
um, and work within on ways to support energetically. And also, you know, I can't be volunteering or doing things out in the world. I'm home with my daughter, but I'm doing a lot of praying and I'm doing a lot of ceremony. I'm doing a lot of Reiki distance healing. So, you know, just trying to help right now um, and support this huge shift, this huge rebirth time. Yeah, it is huge. And I loved how the other day when we were chatting about this podcast, you described it so beautifully as if like in this moment we're in the birth canal and that's why, you know, so many of us have had like shoulder pain and headaches and have felt really exhausted and just moving through some physical mm-hmm. shifting too. And so that was, that was pretty potent for me. I thought that's exactly what this feels like. <laughs> yeah. And we don't know what's on the other side too. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going through this, we're being squeezed and um, it's a big initiation, big initiation time. Mm-hmm. And we've all been feeling it coming for a long time. Mm-hmm. Just been feeling this, this building, you know, all the prophecies from all the elders and all the tribes, you know, talking about this time and we've been feeling it, um, this huge shifting happening. And here we are, this is like, this is it. We've, we've hit the tipping point. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so there's lots of waves. It's like tsunami waves a little bit. Yes. It's like, we just have to stay grounded amidst it and try to keep our hearts open so we can feel our way through and make decisions in a, for some in a new way because everything has changed and a lot of, a lot of folks aren't used to moving from their heart space. It's all about like analytical thinking and we can't think our way out of this. Mm-hmm. We really have to um, feel and trust the unknown and be okay with being uncomfortable which is really hard and there's you know so many people like my nephew is an ER nurse in his first year and just you know there's so many folks working so hard to help open um, a friend who's a healer talked about you know imagining green energy just flowing through all the hallways of all the hospitals um, and all the healing centers and um, just, just imagining that, you know, that there's so much support coming in right now. There's yeah. so much support coming in and there's so much happening in the stars and planets that's, that is aiding us. Uh, so we just have to trust and remember that we are always supported and, um, that we will, we will move through this and we will rebuild our communities mm-hmm. and our ways of, of functioning in society. Um, cause so much is, is being dismantled right now. Yeah. So it's exciting. It's painful. It's, it's everything. I feel everything every day, just yeah. all the emotions. Yeah. yeah. And the grief, there's a lot of collective grief. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So part of today is, is making this drum journey, this guided meditation. So people can come into a, a new understanding of their inner magic and their inner world um, and the gifts that are available from spirit and from ancestors and guides that are just ready and waiting for us to to ask to open and reach out and receive 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. It's very comforting to hear you talk about all of feeling all of those things in particular in one day. You know, I think we're all sort of moving through. It's almost like we're moving through, you know, all the steps of grief in one 24 hour period. Um, it's very intense. <clears throat> but it also feels like, you know, immense healing is happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know you've worked with many, it sounds like really incredible teachers um, and you offer quite a few modalities. I wondered if you could just share with us a little bit um, what those modalities are and, and any of your experiences with them or anything about your particular teachers that kind of drew you to the practice? Yeah. So I would say that um, my self-healing journey really began over 10 years ago in Costa Rica. Um, and I met a medicine woman from Ecuador, Mama Andrea Atecocoli. And she was having women's circles and she was talking about um, the book Red Moon by Amanda Gray, which had, you know, is translated into many languages. Um, and she was talking about blood mysteries and all of these things that I had really never learned about. I had never been initiated uh, growing up um, with mostly European descent um, or ancestors. and you know, growing up in the States, um, definitely connected to the earth um, and to nature and to family and community, um, but also just without uh, a sense of, of place or understanding um, really what's been going on with, you know, the suppression of indigenous peoples and just the history that I was taught and so when I was in Central America, all of the blinders were coming off and I was confronted with so much while at the same time realizing how much womb healing I needed from being on the pill for many years and um, for really not understanding how powerful my blood was. And um, so in that, that time, you know, I was going to her ceremonies and her her people they were offering to teach us their medicine songs and you know really giving helping me find my voice in singing in in drumming in chanting and praying and I had grown up I was raised Catholic so a lot of prayer and intercession a lot of connection to Mother Mary and angels and miracles and um, so you know I was had pushed all that away for a long time. And then when I was in Costa Rica, it was like I was ready to really come back into my spirit, but in an earth-based way and led by indigenous and indigenous grandmother. Um, and so at that time I had a lot of pain in my right shoulder and I knew it was energetic. I knew that it was something that I needed to heal. Um, in a different way. So then I found my friend Yuki from Japan and she um, offered to give me Reiki and I had never received it before. And so we went to the beach and I laid down on a blanket and she uh, channeled Reiki for me and 
just right away, I was like, I need to learn more about this. I felt so, so good and so connected. And, um, and through, you know, yoga teachers and these women's circles and um, living by the ocean, the wild nature, I started to work on healing myself and understanding the power that we all have access to. Um, and so I started to become opened up. And um, so uh, then, you know, several years later, my partner and I moved to Vermont and I had given birth to my daughter. Um, and in that I had reclaimed my body. It was a planned home birth. Um, and I had really been able to heal from a lot of trauma um, and then I was ready to start doing my more trainings and step more fully into my path um, as a facilitator of energy for others. Um, so then I was, um, I got my first and second degree Reiki from Lynn Reed here in, in Burlington. Um, I got my third degree training from Annette Jingris. Um, and I went to uh, massage training with a teacher from who came over from Hawaii, Wayne Kealohi Powell. And that is a very shamanic um, practice doing, you know, the Hawaiian Lomi Lomi massage. There's many different styles, many lineages, and the elders from Hawaii, they share it openly. They want the whole world to know Lomi. And so again, it's, it's indigenous folks who want to share um, their information that they've channeled from the stars that they have worked with for generations um, that they've channeled from the earth and the mountains and the ocean and it, the first time I received a Lomi massage I felt just the way I had with the Reiki the very first Reiki session I was like I need to learn how to do this so I went to this training and it was like this dance that I had known for many lifetimes um, and so again, it was like another step into my path of remembering my purpose and what my soul wants me to do on this earth in this lifetime. So that was very exciting. I've since done um, four more intensives with the Lomi uh, here in Vermont. My teachers have all been coming here, which is such a blessing. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to Hawaii one day, but I've just been in meditation and um, in spirit space. <laughs> um, but I definitely feel those elders and ancestors from Hawaii uh, just guiding me and um, encouraging me to keep going. Um, and so I give a, a, a percentage of each Lomi massage that I do to the Mauna Kea fund for um, their sacred mountain that they are um, protecting. So I wanna give back to these cultures that I benefit from um, that aren't my direct lineage. Um, so always in that dance of honoring and making sure not to appropriate and also to uh, understand that um, these elders that I've learned from um, are kind of giving me permission to go deeper into these parts of myself in these ways um, that um, 
they're willing to share. And I'm so infinitely grateful for those, those doors being open. Um, and then uh, for the past five, four or five years, I've been receiving craniosacral therapy and I've had huge healing with that um, because it's such a gentle, subtle um, modality and I've been able to have a lot of healing in my spine and my neck and also unexpected emotional releases that I didn't even know were buried in there. And so the same thing I felt with the Reiki and the Lomi was like, okay, craniosacral, this is part of my path. So I went to a training um, and received that information. And I'm so excited about fascia because our fascia is like this liquid crystal matrix inside of our entire bodies that just weaves everything together and is connected to everything. And so it's just really beautiful because some people can't um, receive massage um, or there's different reasons. Maybe they don't wanna be touched or they're too sensitive or they're in too much pain. Um, so craniosacral is so gentle. It's just such a light touch. You can even do it almost, you know, barely touching the person. Um, so what I do in my sessions is I always start with drumming and burning herbs and singing bowl or rattle just to help kind of break up anything in the energy field of the person that needs to be released and then just help them to soothe and settle um and a lot of times people want all of the things I offer so I'll do um the massage the Lomi massage which is a full body experience and it's lots of long flowing strokes um like waves of the ocean and and then at the end of the session I'll do the craniosacral and it's wonderful because the person has already been brought into a really relaxed space and they're ready to just let go of any deeper holds that they have. Um, and with all of the trainings that I've taken, <clears throat> all of the modalities that I'm attracted to or lit up by, it's all about the practitioner being um, really an observer and really listening and not trying to really change anything or um, not having an agenda. So I love going into that space with people and just working with them, working with their guides and ancestors who always come through really strongly. And I feel them happy with what I'm doing. They're like, yes, you know, keep going. And they help aid in the work. Um, so messages come through. I feel things. I see visions. Sometimes I hear things. And I offer those to the client um, always in a way that's very sensitive and gentle so that they'll be able to receive um, that information. And um, yeah, it's, it's like a trance. And I feel so nourished and replenished afterwards, even though sometimes when I've done massage all day, I do feel tired in my body a little bit. But energetically and in my heart and spirit and mind, I just feel so grateful and calm 
because I've just gone through these meditations with someone, this silent meditation. And, um, and I really, I let people know, like, I'm in it with you, you know, when we check in before their session, it's, it's their time, you know, I'm putting my stuff aside in some way, but at the same time, I'm fully showing up and saying, I'm here, I'm human too, you know, I'm, I want to be humble, I want to be relatable, I want people to feel safe, and know that we're all in this together, and I need help sometimes too, you know, I reach out for help when I need it, and I love holding space for folks who want to go deeper in their own self-healing journey, and understand that it's, it's their journey, you know, and I'm just, I'm just there for a little while and we're teaching each other and anything I say to them as a message, it's, I'm saying it to myself too. If I'm suggesting like herbs or a practice or a ritual or something, it's, you know, it's, it's all a reminder for myself too, because I think we're all teaching each other and I try to you know, just have a really accessible space. Like I have a lower price for um, people of color, indigenous and trans folks, because I really um, want to be giving back, you know, as a, as a white person um, in the spiritual world, in the healing world, you know, there's been harm done and I want to not be perpetuating that. Um, And it's not that I don't think they have the money to pay the full price. It's that I want to offer a gift and um, just give back to people who in this system we all live in um, that's now hopefully just crumbling apart. Um, (laughs) It doesn't support them. So I want to be making sure that uh, I'm, you know, really giving back uh, in ways that I can. And I also offer a, you know, sliding scale and payment plans. And then especially now for distance healing, I'm like, just, we'll figure it out. Like I, people need support. I'm here. This is, this is what I've been waiting for and training for. Um, we, we as practitioners, is like, we're really needed right now mm-hmm. in this time. So it's hard not to be able to do more of my work in the world right now, but mm-hmm. I know that um there's a lot of energetic support which we can we can offer that's really valid yeah sometimes that's even more powerful too you know like i know i just know that your intention and your sharing into the ether into the energy of the world is making an impact you know just like you mentioned the the global meditation gathering that happened yesterday um I think we all felt the effects of that, even if we didn't know it was happening. I mean, I definitely felt a huge lift come off. Um, You know, today just feels lighter and more open with more clarity. So I think just sending, you know, I couldn't be there for the the meditation because I was just needing to be asleep. (laughs) So I did Hmm. need the... um, the the post about it and uh they so beautifully shared the intentions for it and so i was Mm -hmm. able to before going to sleep just like repeat those those sentences and those words over and over again to kind of put in you know my love and intention there too and and absolutely 
yeah, there's yeah. so many ways we can show up, you know, and, and people can keep doing that meditation today mm-hmm. and continuing on exactly. you know, imagining that column of white light in the center of the galactic sun and just bringing it through our, all the galaxies and our solar system. And mm-hmm. it's beautiful. We can just keep imagining that and visualizing that healing, you know, energy enveloping the whole earth. Um, yeah. So I, I hope. And I think one of our ways as healers or practitioners in whatever modality we're doing to be in service of the earth is that we're, we are conduits for that light and that cosmic energy that we have been attuned to in various forms and that come through us and then into the earth. So it's like her way of, you know, we're connected to her in that way too. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind You're of crystalline yeah. beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for touching upon the um, different modalities, modalities you offer. I really, um, it all sounds so incredible. I really have a love affair with cranial sacral. <laughs> um, and mostly because uh, for me in particular, it can be challenging to turn my nervous system down a notch, um, mm-hmm. just like the way I'm built, and also to get my muscles to relax and respond to that. And I find that cranial sacral, like you said, is so such a gentle touch. Um, first of all, that's relaxing. But with cranial, I just dive so deep into a restful state mm-hmm. that it's difficult <laughs> to get. <laughs> but that's something that I need so much if I could have it every day I think I would I would try to do that same (laughs) yeah it's definitely I love bringing people there Mm -hmm. because they can just see you know they're really in another space like they're in their bodies but their their mind is is shut off they're just um you see like kind of these electrical impulses buzzing through them and little twitches and um, it's deep buried stuff that you don't really need to know what or why just say thank you and goodbye, (laughs) you know, like, thank you for what you had to teach me and I release you. And they're in that, that space and they feel so safe and, and the Reiki just comes through and um it's really really beautiful and i encourage folks to you know keep laying hands on themselves Mm -hmm. after the session you know give yourself a belly massage a chest massage you know put um body oil herbal body oils on yourself or just cup your ears you know laying down and feel held and, um, and trust in the power of intention of our hands. You know, you don't have to have trainings to access, um, the energy. So those trainings do open up our energy fields more and help initiate us into, you know, different techniques or different levels, but it's, it's available to everyone. And uh, I think we've been cut off from that, but it's a a human innate response when someone gets hurt 
or a child gets hurt, you put your hand on the place that was hurt. And um, the one thing I've been doing is reading this book called Compassionate Touch for Children that I actually got at my craniosacral training. Maybe we can link um, that in the notes for people to find this book. And it's wonderful. It's like set in a classroom setting and a little boy teaches his classmates what his dad taught him about compassionate touch. And I read it to my daughter's kindergarten class and they were just so excited about it. And they just, they wanted to try it. And so I, we didn't have enough time. So I came back the next day and we paired off and we practiced compassionate touch on our friends and, you know, on their hands or their arm and, and then talked about what it felt like to receive and what it felt like to give. And it just made my heart so happy because they're so empathetic and they care so much. And when, you know, kids get hurt, they're just right there and they want to hug and smother with love. And, you know, so I, I, you know, we talked about consent and making sure you ask first and, and then you can even hold your hands above the place that hurts. You don't have to touch them if they don't want to be touched. So just kind of teaching these little healers a few more tools just felt so good. Um, and through a storybook, it's just, I, I want to go to all the, the classrooms, you know, in the future when school is happening again. Um, <laughs> Because to, to, we need that in schools because there's lots of um, like fear of touching and all these things. But, you know, I think for the younger kids, especially and schools, like uh, some of the schools like my daughter goes to that are more community based and definitely more compassionate. Um, they, you know, they, the kids hug their teachers and, you know, everybody's pretty relaxed about it. But definitely some schools are more like hands off. And I think it's good to give tools because you don't sometimes know what to do when someone's in pain. Um, And kids are naturally little healers. We're all born healers and artists. So just trying to keep that, continue that and keep it open um, and empower kids that to practice it on their pets and their animals and their family and to trust that just with their intention, just breathing into their hearts and thinking about something that makes them feel good or thinking about rainbows coming into their hands or whatever it is that, that, that is real and Mm -hmm. that brings healing to trust that. Yeah. That's so incredible. (laughs) I'm so glad that they allowed you to do this. I know. I was like, can I read this here? (laughs) I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, at that age, they're so open to, and they really just want to know, even though they're so little, you know, you can sense that when they get so engaged in something, they're soaking it all up. And I just, you know, Amara is in kindergarten too, my daughter, and everything is just so spongy, and they're so Mm -hmm. smart, and they're so in tune, and um, to to give them the tools so early on is just so incredibly important for our, you know, for the next generation of adults and on the planet. Yeah. Huge. Yes. So yes, little earth keepers that we're raising. Yeah, and the gentle touch. You know, since Amara was tiny, it took me 
you know, at least a year to get her to under, to understand, to learn how to touch plants. Mm. You know, it took me a while to get her to see, no, Amara, they're actually very alive. So you, you really have to be gentle and with them. (laughs) And she did learn and she's really good. You know, she can pick up the craziest like butterflies and moths now and <gasps> they don't they don't mind her she's like yeah. this tool of right handing how to gently hold them with respect and love and and they That's love her beautiful they love her it's amazing oh yeah we're going through that now because we just got a kitten oh so yeah my daughter is you know just all the time wanting to hold her and and teaching her like you can't hold her back she needs to feel free and then she'll come to you more and she really loves all the cuddles the kitten but sometimes my daughter like holds on too long or like won't let her go and I'm like no you need to build trust with her and mm-hmm. you know be super gentle and um, but it's really sweet to have a little a little purr box yeah. <laughs> that's just so sweet and um, I've been giving her Reiki and she loves it. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I've always said beautiful. that cats are Reiki masters. <laughs> the way they are. Yeah. yeah. She's like kneading my mm-hmm. belly with her hands, like making biscuits with my belly, you know, and like giving me Reiki. So yeah. it feels good. Yeah. I hope she lets us sleep more two nights yeah. of <laughs> antics yeah, half the cool. night. That will pass eventually. Have yeah. A little baby, new little baby. I know. It's like having a baby. Exactly. I feel like because you get so sleep deprived. But the cool thing is, I've been waking up so many times the last two nights, and I'm remembering all these different dreams that are coming through. Um, sometimes I'll remember one or two dreams, maybe the the most recent one, maybe before I wake up in the morning. So it's cool to be woken up. I'm trying to find the bright side of that. (laughs) Um, But I am remembering all these different dreams coming through. And uh, Are you having like a particular um, thread of dreams? Are they related to each other about everything that's happening or just symbolic things? um, Yeah, I think, well, last night I dreamed that I was in a garden with my family and I really miss them. You know, they're all spread out around the country and um, my brother actually did have the virus, but he recovered and is doing really well. Um, but I, I miss them, you know, at this, this time of uncertainty and my parents are older. So um, I just, I, in the dream, yeah, we were all together in a garden and I was like looking at, I was peering through plants and butterflies and flowers looking at them. So I had all these views of my family of like their face with like all these plants around them. And mm-hmm. um, my grandmothers were there who've passed on. So I was definitely visiting with um, yeah, all the, the spirits of my family. We were all together in the dream time. So that was comforting. It was very mm-hmm. comforting. I just did, um, I started a new Facebook group called um, Dreamers of the Hollow, Uh because I do a lot of dream work, it's part of what I offer, Um, and I just did a video this morning about how 
because of the state we're in and having to be separated from each other, we're really working in the dream time a lot and we're visiting mm-hmm. each other and we're having conversations, we're checking in on each other. Mm-hmm. And I was asking the group to sort of comment on any dreams they might have had around that. But so many of us are gathering in the dreaming channel, which is really lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it, I'll it, have to check that group out for sure because yeah. I, I drink, you know, I, I've been working with my dreams for a long time and I, I drink mugwort every day with my nettles and Tulsi and other herbs. And, you know, that definitely helps um, to bring more vibrancy. And uh, I try to write them down. Um, but definitely feeling a lot of folks reaching out through the dream time. Yeah. Um, friends, friends who've passed away. I had two friends that died last year and, and two family members. And I've been feeling them coming through. And um, it's interesting, you know, it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really, I'm thankful that I can have access to my dreams. I didn't used to. And I know it's a process of kind of, um, setting that intention and and writing about them it's like the more focus you give to them the more um you receive I think kind of reminds me of um I wanted to go back for a moment to Mama Andrea and what I shared before about her initiating me into the the way of the womb and she said you know write down your dreams and write down how you're feeling every day, uh, write down about your moon cycle, um, when you're bleeding and uh, dreams that come through, especially then. And, you know, she just really, um, she just really taught me how to honor my body and honor its cycles, something I'd never been taught before. Um, And, you know, had felt shame most of my life for being a woman, being a girl. And, having this cycle that was, you know, meant to be, um, plugged up and not talked about and, um, Mm -hmm. hidden. So it was so empowering. Um, when I started to collect my blood and pour it into the earth, that for me was my, the biggest practice that has just changed my whole life. Um, because I was feeding the earth and I was making a ritual with my own body, you know, not a tradition from someone else or some other culture. It was from my body. And, you know, you can even do that with your fingernails or your hair, like making these rituals with our bodies and feeding the earth is so powerful and helps us to connect more to actually feel that we are nature not separated from her as I was you know most of I think how I was raised just in this culture um so yeah I just wanted to share that because you know and even if you don't bleed um you can still make a ritual every month with the full moon or the new moon you know making some kind of ceremony um to connect with the cycle of the moon and the earth and our bodies is, is really, I just want to encourage anyone listening who doesn't do that to, to look into that and see how that might feel. Um, Cause it can be so simple and, uh, and making rituals, especially in this time of uncertainty, having those grounding rituals that connect us and remind us um, that we are held 
is so important. Um, and I also felt that when I was doing the womb healing work, that I really was healing the generations before me of the women who were suppressed and who didn't know about their bodies and didn't know about their power um, and were taught different things. And I really was able to end those cycles um, so that I can raise up my daughter knowing that she is powerful. Everything about her body is healthy and normal. Everything that her body does is, uh, I think she knows a lot more than some of her friends at school, but that's okay. I just want her growing up being comfortable. Um, she sees me and what I do with my moon blood. And um, it's, it's, to me, it's the most um, empowering thing I can do for myself and for her to teach her that, um, you know, she is autonomous and sovereign and powerful and that she knows like I trust her and that was something that I had to work through mm -hmm. growing up religious was like I was taught not to trust my body or my emotions yeah. um, so connecting in with my intuition and trusting in my inner knowing um, I think that is the biggest thing we can do and the most radical act to love ourselves, to even like ourselves and listen and honor our voice and our inner knowing is uh, definitely radical. Mm -hmm. So I hope everybody can tap in more yeah. and more to their inner knowing because we need everyone. We need everyone to be in their sovereignty and in their uh, authenticity and to not judge people you know, that everyone's in a different space and no one's above anyone else. Like a lot of people say like, oh, we need to stay high vibe. And I'm like, well, why don't we stay? Let's stay grounded. Let's mm -hmm. stay low vibe. Like, I'm not like, I just don't think we need to say like high or low or good or bad. I think, yeah. you know, for those of us who are light workers, we trans transverse the dark and we're not afraid of that. And I think, um, that is so important, you know? So I try to just say, let's stay grounded, you know, versus like high or low, because I have a very low voice. You'll hear me in the, the, the drum journey, you know, like low vibrations are really grounding, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I respond to the lower vibration for rest as well. Mm -hmm. It's very mm -hmm. calm. Yeah. That is a beautiful way for us to sort of segue towards the next segment yes. of today, um, which you'll do the journey. Um, so we will take a short break and we will come back and I'll have you, you know, you can just explain what your offering is going to mm -hmm. be and we will all tune in and rest and follow your lead. So okay, beautiful. Yeah, we'll be back in just a moment. We are back with Maria. Hey, Maria. Hi. I'm really excited to do this incredible journey with you. And for those who are listening that don't already know, this heartbeat drum journey was going to be held in our yurt, our community healing space. And of course, the yurt is now closed for the time being during the pandemic. So um, we've changed this over to the podcast, which is really exciting because now a wider audience can 
can listen in to Maria's offerings. So thanks, Maria. And I wonder if you can just uh, give us a little intro into what we're about to do and lead us right in. Okay, well, here we are. I have an altar set up and I have all my sacred tools that I'll be using today. Um, if you're driving, it would be a good idea to save this journey for another time or just listen without obviously closing your eyes and getting too relaxed. Um, but if you are able to um, take the space right now and you feel safe to do so, um, just find a comfortable position for your body to sit or lay down. Um, maybe have a blanket and just settle in, settle into your body, taking some nice deep, slow breaths. Just noticing where you might feel some tension or any pain in your body right now. Just sending some love there with your breath. your eyes closed and maybe you can put one hand on your belly one hand on your heart whatever feels comfortable for you just continuing to breathe slowly and deeply as i call in the directions We call upon the spirits of the East, grandmothers and grandfathers, keepers of the door to the East, all benevolent beings who wish to guide us on our journey today. Be with us now. We call upon the element of air, the winged ones, flying in the sky. Give us the gift of perspective soar with us, hawk, eagle, condor, raven, crow, hummingbird, owl. Thank you to the spirits of the east, land of the rising sun, the energy of infancy and childhood. All hail and welcome, spirits of the east. Grandmothers and grandfathers, keepers of the door to the south, we call upon you now to come in closer and guide us on our journey of healing and wholeness. The energy of adolescence, the element of fire, abuelo fuego, grandfather fire. Burn away all that no longer serves us, illuminate, what we need to see within us. We call upon the jaguar, the lion, the leopard, the panther. Run with us, protect us and guide us. Show us the way to our inner world. All hail and welcome, spirits of the South. We call upon the spirits of the West, grandmothers and grandfathers, 
keepers of the door to the west. We welcome you in, asking you to come closer, guide us on our journey. The energy of adulthood, the element of water. We give gratitude for the water of the sky, the rivers, the lakes, and the oceans the water in our bodies, in our every cell, our salty tears, our blood, the water in our womb space. Be with us, spirits of the water. Guide us, mermaid, turtle, jellyfish, whale, dolphin, Manatee, seahorse, swim with us to the watery depths. Guide us and protect us on our journey today. All hail and welcome, spirits of the West. Spirits of the grandmothers and grandfathers, keepers of the door to the north. We call upon you now to come in closer and guide us on our journey. The energy of old age and the afterlife, the element of earth. We call upon the bear in hibernation, the Buddha in meditation, for a mind that knows itself heals itself. Thank you, spirits of the north. All hail and welcome. Spirits of love, star beings, ancestors, the sun and the moon, the full moon coming. We call upon you now to come in closer and guide us. All the planets, the galaxy, our universe and the multiverse, the great void. We ask for the starlight to come down upon us and illuminate us. Guide us now, spirits above. All hail and welcome. Spirits below. All beings who wish to guide us, we welcome you in. We call upon the energy of the earth, our mother. Thank you for giving us life and sustaining us. We call upon the crystals and the stones, the fertile soil and the seeds, the lava the magma, and all the roots call upon the water and the earth, the bones of our ancestors, and all the creatures of earth that wish to guide us now. We welcome you in. All hail and welcome, the spirit of Spirits within, 
we call upon you now all that we ever were and all that we ever will be be with us now we call upon our higher selves to come in closer to guide us great spirit thank you for leading us to this very moment for all of the elements that bring us to now we ask for guidance and peace for healing and wholeness all hail and welcome spirits within this time, start to take a deep breath into your heart space. Inhaling and exhaling slowly. Now imagine coming in from your left hand a pink energy like smoke entering your fingertips, moving into your hand, into your wrist, and up your left arm. Slowly coming through your shoulder and into your heart space, softening and opening. Take a deep breath into that pink energy. Now imagine green energy, like smoke or vapor, coming in your right hand, through your fingertips, through your wrist, up your arm, as you breathe, drawing the green energy through your shoulder, into your heart space. Take a deep breath as the green and pink energies swirl together. Opening and softening your heart. Now imagine a little orb, a little circle in your heart. Take a deep breath as we gently send this little orb down through your chest, down into your solar plexus, your belly, down through your womb, low belly, down through your root chakra, and imagine wherever you are that this little orb is journeying down through the ground where you sit or lay. You're going to take a journey down into the center of the earth. So imagine this orb slowly descending through the floor, through the dirt beneath, 
through the stone and the layers of minerals and water and the quartz crystals down past the roots, deeper still, deeper, down towards the center of Mother Earth. Continue to relax, breathing deeply. See your little orb descending through layers and layers of the Earth's crust and the lava and the water until you come to a cave in the center of Mother Earth. And in this cave, there is a giant green crystal emanating healing light. The crystal is sitting in a pool of water. Go to the water. Take some deep breaths, drawing this green energy into yourself. You can imagine yourself in this cave walking around your energy body, just receiving this healing energy. You can sit by the water, lay down, swim in the water, just receive this healing energy of Earth's crystal core into the fiber of your being. See what images come to you. See if there are guides there that want to give you messages. Let's clear your mind and rest in this healing, gentle energy, Mother Earth. Now, begin to look around this cave and see what you can see. 
There is a fire burning nearby. The ancestors are dancing around the fire. They're keeping the light burning, keeping the prayer alive for us to be here and exist. Do you dance with them? Do you go to the fire, feel its warmth? Do you see symbols painted on the walls? Do you see other crystals or other creatures that want to show themselves to you? This is a safe space. This is a familiar space. We've been here before. An ancient knowing. The clay walls. The deep. Sacred dark. Lit up by the fire, casting shadows, and still that green, that green glowing energy, the big crystal, and the sparkling water, all the elements coming together and being born in this place. the voice of my grandmother called. I hear the voice of my grandmother say, she says, wake up, wake up, child, wake up, wake up, listen, 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 listen. I hear the voice of my grandmother called. I hear the voice of my grandmother say, she says, stand in your power, maiden, stand in your power, listen, 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 listen. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. I hear the voice of my grandmother say, she says, give birth, give life, mother, give birth, give life. Listen, 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 listen. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. I hear the voice of my grandmother say, she says, teach and give wisdom, grown, teach and Give wisdom, listen, 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 listen. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. 
I hear the voice of my grandmother say, she says, wake up, wake up, child, wake up, wake up, listen, 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 listen. Give gratitude to this place, this cave, this sacred space inside of ourselves, inside of Mother Earth, this sacred cave, this womb, the beginning of life, holding up, holding the seeds of our survival, holding the memory, and teaching us power to remember a time before, a time when humans lived in harmony with Mother Earth, when we cared for her, when we cared for each other equally, and all beings were one, the winged being, the two-legged and the four-legged, and the and the crawling ones communicating, supporting each other. A time when all the waters ran clear. We are reimagining this time again on Mother Earth. A time of mutual support. Quality of heart centered guidance of coming into circle of sharing and being held and being heard everyone's gift flowing everyone offering their medicine what we ask now great spirit for anyone listening in this moment, that you would give them what they need to receive right now, whatever guidance or tool, whatever guide, spirit, angel, whatever memory or dream, whatever truth that needs to come through and be remembered. Guide us, great spirit, holy mother, great goddess, guide us as we connect ever deeper into your heart. And as we breathe, And we look around the cave one last time, knowing that we can always return here. We can always come back. We can always conjure with faith wherever we are and whatever we're doing. And remember the ceremony that the ancestors are holding all the time for us to exist 
the prayers being prayed, the fires being fed, and the water being honored and clung to, the crystal in the core of our being, the core of Mother Earth, it is vibrating with clarity and harmony, peace and love, joy and abundance. pleasure and trust and sacred union with all that is and all that ever will be. We give gratitude to this space, this cave, to this fertile soil and this sacred dark, this sacred light and all the elements converging in the center of our earth. As we gather the energy into our orb, into this sacred ball of light, and we begin to return. We begin to return. Rising up, bringing our orb, through the ceiling of the cave, through the layers of rock and soil, lava and water, up, rising higher, our oils returning, coming up through the soil, past the roots, the seeds, past the crystals and the stone beams, more water, coming up through the floor, into our root chakra, up through our second chakra, into the low belly, and into our solar plexus, rising up into our chest. Bring that orb into the center of your heart. just infuse your energy body, your physical body, with the energy of Earth's crystal core. Just receive and integrate. As you expand ever more into your inner knowing, to that grounded connection to your mother, our earth. Taking some deep breaths here into the heart space. 
Continue our journey to go up to the skyline. So imagine your orb of light rising up through your chest into your throat chakra, into your head, up through your third eye and your crown. Rising up towards the ceiling, through the roof, wherever you are, through the branches and leaves, past the nest and the birds, rising higher, your orb travels up into the sky. Continuing up ever higher. Through the colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And continuing up into deep space, past the full moon, and the sun, and the stars, the planet. In the deep dark, and beyond, you come to a place of bright white then imagine your sky garden. Is it a floating island? Is it a cloud? What does it look like as you arrive there? What do you see? Maybe there is a waterfall. What kind of plants are growing in your sky garden? What kind of angels and creatures are there that want to connect with you? This is your unique, individual, sacred space. Realms. Take a look around. Feel your feet walking. On the soft ground. Let your imagination flow. Relax as you breathe and receive. 
Perhaps imagine yourself laying down by the water or sitting on a rock. The angels are with you. Your higher self is with you. receive the healing that is coming to you now. Allow your energy body to expand and activate and receive. See what spirit guides are there, what medicine is there. Plants, what crystals are their ancestors there wanting to talk to you? Maybe your spirit baby. Maybe your past or future selves. Rest in the knowing. Your beautiful unfolding. Feel the pleasure and joy of your sacred sky garden. Maybe there is a little house. Just explore and relax your mind. Let it come.
this beautiful space, you are replenished, you are soothed to your core, you are healed and whole, perfect, divine. I've never done anything wrong. You have never done anything wrong. You are a child of light and love. 
It is your birthright to thrive, feel joy. You are in a time of deep appreciation. You are full of grace and strength to navigate these waves. Your DNA is activated. You are opening like a flower. Trust. Trust and believe you are magic. You are a healer. You have medicine for the world. Take exquisite care of yourself from this day forward. Think of your inner child and love them. Help them to feel safe and guided. And let them guide you to, to play and be free, be full of joy and curiosity. We give gratitude to this sky garden, your sacred place, for the messages that have come through. You can always return here. You can always conjure this in your heart and your mind. Call on the strength of this place, which is inside of you. And take some deep breaths as we prepare to return to our bodies and leave our sky gardens. See if there's a gift you want to give, a gift you are meant to receive. Maybe it's a crystal or a leaf or a drop of water. Bless yourself and anoint yourself in this everlasting stream of life and light. Gather up the energy into your orb of light and slowly begin to descend through the bright white light down, down through deep space. void and the darkness, sacred darkness, down past the stars, past the full moon, the sun, the planets, the star systems. of the rainbow, violet, indigo, blue, green, yellow, orange, red, 
into your blue sky. Through the clouds. Down. Down through the treetops. Past the birds in the moth. Through the roof, down into the room, in the ray of sleep, your orb enters your crown chakra, infusing light into your whole body, your nervous system, your fascia, your muscles, your bones, your feet. Each of your sustaining cells, every organ, ligament, and muscle, through your whole brain, your eyes, your orb descends, through your head and your jaw, through your throat, into your heart center. Once again. Integrate the energy from above into your body, into your nervous system, your energy body. Fully connected to the heart of the earth, the heart of the sky, and your own beautiful shining heart. Gratitude for this time. Expansion. Time that we have journeyed together. Thank you, Great Spirit, for each of these souls listening. Continue to breathe, maybe turn onto your side if you're laying on your back. Begin to make gentle movements with your body, stretching. Continuing to return fully into your body. Energized and restored by this meditation. By the spirits that are here with us.
to stay with us, stay close to us. Thank you to the, the guides who have revealed themselves to us more today. Thank you. And friends, I invite you to take this time to just do some gentle yoga, do some writing about what you saw, what you are feeling. Go on a walk outside and do some, make some art, paint, draw. Watercolor is what we were going to do in our meeting at the yurt. Whatever feels good, try to take some time to continue on this journey on your own. And we are always connected. And I thank you for listening, for joining me. Blessing. Blessings and love. Thank you, Diana. Thank you so much, Maria. That was incredibly beautiful. It was quite a journey and you were correct earlier when we were speaking about the ancestors just waiting to be called. I, I felt like there were so many, so many gathering and so many around. So yeah, I just wanna encourage people to to reach out to their ancestors, you know, for support right now. I think that's really wise. So, thank you so much, Maria. And I look forward to sharing this with all of the folks who need it dearly. Wonderful. Be well. Take care. Talk soon. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dreaming in the Hollow podcast and supporting my mission to bring more light and healing into the world, more accessibility and education on complementary medicinals and topics on healing and support for the journey. Head over to mountainhollowmedicinals.com to learn more about me and what I offer here in the Northern Woods in Vermont. Make sure to stop over at patreon.com slash mountainhollow and subscribe for just $2 a month to receive offerings and gifts from our guests of the podcast, um, tarot readings and meditations and support directly from me. Right now, there are over 58 offerings on our Patreon page. 
becoming a subscriber to our Patreon page directly supports this business and just offering more and more to our community. Check out the information in the show notes to learn more about the guests on our podcast and any other resources I might share with you. Thank you all. Deep gratitude from my heart to yours. Be well. Thank you.